Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. What would it be like if in this moment you could completely let go of all the difficulty and you only saw the opportunity? What would it be like if every time a challenge arose in your life that you had a pure and total and whole confidence that that challenge was going to make you stronger as a person? Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. Over the last two episodes, we've established that there's no mystery shrouding the path to greatness. Either you choose to test yourself or you don't. It's a rigorous choice to choose one practice and make it more important than anything else. And when you do, you'll find that what you learn about yourself is far more valuable than what you accomplish. Today, we'll examine how this dynamic of embracing or not embracing challenges shows up in the workplace, and we'll consider the role that managers and leaders have to take on to cultivate greatness in their teams. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open up the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and then click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. Everyone has a challenge in their life right now, everyone and anyone, that if they really listen closely, they would hear that voice that says something like, how bad do you want it? Or what do you want? What do you want? What's the price you're willing to pay? It's a voice that invites you to dig deep into discomfort. And the result is excellence in a way that doesn't really have anything at the end of the day to do with the content. So we won the meet. Who cares? Right. That was, you know, almost 30 years ago. Probably nobody there remembers it except for me. Perhaps the kid who lost. That must have been a really tough day for him. You had a half a length. How did you lose that lead? It must have felt terrible. I don't know. But the the who it made me in context. That was what was important. That would serve me many, many, many times. and still does. So your thoughts? What does this mean to you? I don't know. I think it's trying to get other people in your organization to see past just that one incident that like somebody quit, somebody fired, stuff like that. I mean, we had three people quit in the last two weeks. And I can tell it's, it's taken a toll on our client relations manager. <clears throat> I can see past it because I've been here before, but it's trying to tell her it's going to be okay. You know, just being uplifting as much as you can when it's, it's pretty hard on yourself as well. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a leader. It's 
it's it's tough sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's easy when, when you say it like that, but actually living it is another thing. <laughs> Certainly. So. It's almost always easier to say something than it is to live it. So what? how would you phrase the challenge for yourself then? The challenge would be... I'll have to think about that one, Joseph. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in the challenge right now. So, yeah. What challenge? The challenge of keeping other people upbeat, motivated. Uh-huh. So that's, that's the swimming. That's the guitar. That's the hockey stick. That's the content. What's the context? Who is it that you're not yet that would be able to do that? That I'm not it yet? Yeah. What is life saying? What is life inviting you to look at in yourself? Saying, dig deep, Brady, because this challenge requires you to... Got to sacrifice. Sacrifice. I mean, I need to sacrifice my free time that I have found in the last year. I mean, that's, that's what it is. I, like, I, I don't want to go back to the 14, 16 hour days, which, you know, is kind of where I'm back at it again. Not, Let me ask it this way. Yeah. So you, you're saying that uh, keeping people upbeat and convincing them that you're all going to get through this is the content at hand, right? Okay. So evaluate yourself at the level of being a inspiring, alive, fully engaged person on a scale one to 10, 10 being like how we imagine like Tony Robbins is like right after he wakes up, right? Someone who is just like, woohoo, yeah. Like that, like a hundred percent all of the time. I mean, it's probably not how Tony Robbins is, but you get the point. That's a 10. And one is someone who is clinically depressed and borderline suicidal all of the time. Where are you? Six. Six to seven. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Someone with better than a seven or an eight probably wouldn't have the problem you're talking about, right? The prosecution rests. So it's not about sacrificing the free time you've gained. It's about what? Gain. <sighs> what is this challenge actually about? Probably getting my state of mind in the place I think it should. Yeah, I guess I'm not probably reflecting what I... I've learned. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What what color did I send you in the mail? You sent me an orange, so I'm, I'm pretty low there. <laughs> and the the to me, you captured it uh, really well when you said, "I asked you what's the price," and you said, "Oh, it was sort of the, this heaviness of like I'm going to have to sacrifice all that free time I gained over the last year." You feel the heaviness. That's that's the, this challenge is happening to me voice. And I get it. You worked hard to get free of a lot of crap that you didn't want to have to deal with. Hey, I get it. 
know, that it's not that there isn't any truth to that. And I want you to have that for sure. But right now, life is saying, knock, 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 wake up. Your people need you to be a bigger version of yourself. And if you think your people are not as inspired as you would like, look in the mirror. Joseph? Yeah. I wanted to tell Brady that it would, if I were his employee, I want him to help me not to be afraid and to show me uh, step up as a leader and, and, and let me know the plan. So I don't know if that helps, but that's what I would want from you. Yeah, well said. Yeah, and, and like chances are the people who are not so upbeat and feeling kind of downtrodden, chances are somewhere else in their life they lack resilience. And no question in my mind, your resilience is greater than theirs. But however much more it's greater, it needs to be even greater than that. And, you know, that's something you can fake until you make. You know, you can be on the inside like, oh, crap, more staffing issues. I don't want to have to deal with this. And on the outside, you know, you can show a different face of you because it's not, it's not like you're making it up. It's just in, inside us, you know, when things like this happen, we're going to be like, okay, this sucks. I don't want to have to be dealing with this right now. And I've been through things like this before. We're going to be fine. Those people probably weren't the right people anyway, ever onward, right? Both are true. And they need the latter. And moreover, they probably need how to learn to be that latter. In both senses of the word, latter with T's and latter with D's to pull themselves up out of whatever difficulty it is and for them to see that all of their negative self-talk is just fear and not helping them. That's what they need. And you know, at a certain point, I could imagine you saying something like, hey, let me ask you a question. You know, I've told you a bunch of times that everything's going to be fine and it's difficult right now and you know, I get it. You know, we've talked about this a bunch of times. But let me ask you a question. What would it be like if in this moment you could completely let go of all the difficulty and you only saw the opportunity? What would that be like? And before you answer that question, what would it be like if every time a challenge arose in your life that you had a pure and total and whole confidence that that challenge was going to make you stronger as a person? And actually, don't even answer me right now. Sleep on it and tell me tomorrow where this question takes you. You ever talk to your people like that? No. Somehow I knew that. That's holding them to a higher level, saying this isn't just about your job. This is about who you are. You can use the difficulty in your job to hate life and hate your work and be like, oh, woe is me. This is tough which unconsciously is coming from the frame of, I just want to be happy and comfortable. You see that? That doesn't happen without that frame. Or you can look at it as like, okay, this is unexpected. It's a test. How can I kick its ass? Who do I have to become to pass it? That's, that's the choice. And you're going to be in either one frame or the other. and. 
leaders typically have a lot more of the, what I'm calling the more productive frame, but for employees, much less likely. And that's what you have to offer them. That's the cool thing. Just structurally speaking, being in the position that you're in, you're all more resilient than the people who follow you. Bet thousands of dollars on that. So that's the best thing you can teach them. And that's the beauty of it. You know, it's like the the greatest failures in quotes of my life. They've made me stronger than anything else. I wouldn't trade them for the world. I wouldn't wish them on my worst enemy. And I wouldn't trade them for the world. I absolutely love my failures. When it when I realized that that day that I'd been fired 10 times, I was it was an emotional moment. And I was like, wow. That's created how I relate to life. You know, I, I see people who have difficulties. I mean, like, I, I never realized I was one of those people who you read, they write books and talk about their giant failures. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't realize I was one of them <laughs> because some part of me has this naive optimism, which is probably the reason I'm still alive. <laughs> but yeah. That you you that difficulty, the difficulties you've been through, Brady, you have something to offer these people. Give it to them. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.